Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Market Beautifully podcast. You are listening to episode number three, and I am so glad you're tuning in today. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I am obsessed with content marketing. Like, it's my jam. I love content marketing. Um, If you have followed my business at all over the last few years, then you know that content marketing is pretty much the only way I market to people. I mean, the reason why I love content marketing so much, it's a passion of mine, because I'm marketing to people by giving to them. I love that concept. I just think it's the coolest thing ever. I don't care too much for the selfish sales funnels and the trends in marketing that are so focused on the business owner. Not that sales funnels are focused on the business owner because um, there are sales funnels that nurture their email list and I think those are amazing. But there are some sales funnels out there that definitely are just for the business owner and provide no value to their customers. And I don't like that. But I love the fact that content marketing is focused on the consumer, not the business. Content marketing is a strategy that, simply put, leads people to free content that solves a specific problem and leads them down a nurturing sales funnel to accomplish a specific objective. In other words, you're giving away free knowledge in hopes that your awesome audience will buy what you're selling that relates to that free knowledge that you just gave away. It's not really about the money. But you do need to make money to be a successful business, so getting strategic about the content you are giving away for free is a great plan to have in place when developing new blog posts, podcasts, or videos. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you step by step through seven steps that I have created to develop a successful content marketing strategy that leads to conversions and more sales for you and your business. Step one is simply figuring out your objective. So first things first, define the objective. Define what you're wanting to do with this. So this is the first question you want to ask yourself before you start creating any piece of content or marketing material. Your objective needs to be very specific, such as I want to send people to www.landingpagefreebie.com and convert 500 people on this page. Where do you want to send people? What's your goal? I understand sometimes we just want to jump in and start creating all of this fantastic content and can't wait to just boost it out. I have been guilty of this Russian mentality just because I get so excited and do not want to stop and think of, uh, think about everything I need to do logically. I just think, oh my gosh, I have to do this right now. This is going to be so much fun. I want to start creating it. But once I start mapping out all my objectives that I have within each content marketing strategy I want to put in place, I now had goals, which we talked about in episode two. I had a plan. I had a purpose and the content ideas as well as the marketing materials were a million times easier to create because of this. So in the long run, it actually saved me time. An objective like get more sales is not what we are going for during this step. Make sure your objective can be measured during the end of this campaign. For example, do you want awareness? Do you want clicks to your website? It's kind of like paid advertising where you choose your objective. Well, what's your end goal? That's basically what we're doing here. Some examples of objectives that our other marketers center their content marketing strategies around are more people becoming aware of their brand, 
loyalty programs, uh, creating or growing through loyalty programs, upselling to existing customers, and lead generation. So there are obviously a lot more possibilities for an objective, and it may be tempting to do multiple objectives at once. The knockout two birds with one stone doesn't work so well right now, but just start with one and create your first content marketing campaign. Then, once you're done with this first content marketing campaign that you create, you can test out other objectives later on once you have that first one mastered. It's so much easier to just get one under your belt and then you can start uh, expanding and creating and growing. I know uh, Amy Porterfield always says, simple first, get fancy later. Like, start simple, get fancy later. I love that saying. I think that's it's so inspiring to me because, you know, we all want to do everything perfect the right the first time that we do it. And, you know, we want everything to be just so-so. But, no, like just be simple first and then get fancy later. Add all of your other objectives that you want to do. Just do a simple objective first. And then once you have that simple objective mastered, get fancy later. Go through all the other objectives. And, and then you'll have time to do that more. And it'll actually turn out better because you have a first one under your belt. Okay, so step two in this process is mapping out your actionable steps. So you've just defined your objective, which is fantastic. Now it's time to figure out how to make that objective happen. Have you ever used a mind map? If not, you need to check out mindmeester.com. It's M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. And it's free. You can create a simple mind map, whether it be a digital or on a piece of paper, but if it is digital, you should go to mindmeester.com because you can create one for free. You can only create so many. I think it limits you, but it's a really great, easy to use website. So, but if you do want to use a piece of paper, if that's you, go for it too. So you can map out uh, of each of your steps for your audience and what it takes that they have to achieve to get to your goal. So you'll be mapping out the whole process of how you are going to lead them down your nurturing sales funnel in a lovingly way toward meeting that objective you decided on in step one. So do you want to grow your loyalty program? Was that your objective? Well, then what are you going to do to get them there? What are you going to do to make them sign up for your loyalty program? That's what we're mapping out here. So let's say my objective was selling at least 50 new seats to an online workshop that I have just created. An example of a mind map for that would be leading them to a blog post that I created all about a topic that's similar to what I'm going to be teaching in that online workshop, right? Well, within that blog post, I'm going to have several call to actions. And each call to action is a button that leads them to my opt-in page, which in turn allows them to give me their email address and then I send them a follow-up email series like a video series about that topic that leads into my product pitch for the online workshop. So that's a nurturing sales funnel because blog post, I've created this awesome blog post, that's free content. I'm bringing them to an opt-in page to where they give me their email address, but I'm giving them more free stuff. I'm giving them a video series that I made for them, for their business, because I know it's going to relate if they sign up. So that's more free content. And then after that, I'm going to say, hey, I made this online workshop for you. I'm going to do my product pitch. By that time, I've given them so much free value, it's easier for them to make uh, pull out their wallet and also it makes me feel better because I'm not just being super salesy and just saying hey I made this you should buy it because that's not how it works that's not how a successful business works you always want to lead in with free value there's some pretty solid rules in marketing 
if you have ever heard of Gary Vee, he always says uh, the jab, jab, hook, like you need to give, 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 and then you sell. You know, you need to give away as much content as you possibly can for free to provide value for your awesome audience, and then you make the sell. So this part in the step-by-step process, uh, the mind-making map part, also helps make it easier to create copy when you're creating copy for those opt-in pages or the sales pages or your product pitch because you'll know where your audience is at each content point so you'll know how to talk to them to get them to move on to the next dot on your map that you're going to make. This is the part where you can get really creative with how you want to achieve the objective you chose. It's always fun to think outside of the box and get creative so once you're creating your mind map just brain dump all your ideas because there's no bad idea, right? So step three is define your target audience. Just create a persona. Instead of thinking about it as your target audience, think of only one person and what kind of characteristics, income, family, life, etc. is associated with this person. Make this person have a name. For example, if you are someone who owns a boutique, a persona of someone from your target audience may look like Uh, Her name is Paige, a 24-year-old recent graduate who just got a full-time job. She's obsessed with getting a good deal and loves fashion. Obviously, that was a really simple uh, target audience description. A better one would be a paragraph or longer. But you see how I gave that target audience for that boutique a name? Her name was Paige. It's amazing what a name can do when creating a persona. What does your target audience need to know that will convince them to meet your goal or objective? Which social media platforms are they on the most so that your content will get out in front of them? Are there any pain points you can focus on solving while creating this content? Before you write one word, make sure to answer these questions and make sure to write out your target audience's persona. Pick a name, choose all the details, and get specific. If you write incredible content but don't have that content aimed for the right person or group of people, all that work that you just put in to creating all of that Uh, all those pages, all the blog posts, it just isn't as effective. Okay, we're already to step four, brain dump content ideas. This is super easy for me, and if it is not easy for you to have a lot of ideas going on in your head, go to Pinterest because Pinterest is seriously the best when it comes to getting inspired or having awesome business ideas. So everything that comes to your mind Write it down or type it out. Just brain dump every single thought, no matter how ridiculous it may be. Like seriously, just brain dump it out. Um, I would suggest making a list of 20 possible content ideas. That way you can filter out all the ones that aren't as strong and get the top four to five ideas on your ready to go list to start creating. Step five is actually creating the content. I know, we heard to the fifth step and now we're creating the content. It took us forever, (laughs) but the first four steps are crucial to building that foundation before we get to this point, and it's so important to know. So you now have an objective, a map for how your target audience can reach that objective, and a detailed list or paragraph describing the persona of your ideal customer or client. You now have a brain dump list of all these ideas that you could create for your content. Now you can take one topic off that list and repurpose that into not only a blog post, but you can make it into a podcast, a YouTube video series. You can create, you can make that content and repurpose it into several different mediums if you so choose. If you only want to stick to blogging, that's totally fine. If you only want to create a podcast for that topic, that's totally fine. But those few topics that you do choose to create content around can possibly morph itself into different forms 
for different platforms as well, which means way less work on you if you are wanting to share that content on multiple different platforms. Make sure the creation aspect of your content marketing strategy is scheduled out in your planner or whatever you are using to organize your business. If it is not scheduled, it is even harder to get completed. So if you want to schedule on August 7th, I am going to create 20 I'm going to create a list of 20 different ideas that I can create like content wise. Okay. Well then on August 9th, I'm going to go through and I'm going to pick four of my favorite ones and I'm going to outline each of those topics. Okay. Well then August 10th, I'm going to do, you know, so make sure that it's scheduled in your organizer, planner, calendar, whatever you're using, schedule it out. Step six is get your content out there. Now this is the time to get your content in front of your target audience that we define clearly in step three. You can choose to go the organic route and paid route or just stick to the organic traffic route. But make sure that your content includes great photography, SEO, click to tweet buttons, pinnable images, share icons, all that jazz. Make sure it's within all those posts that you're doing. Include the next step on your map that we created in step two and let your audience know how to achieve that action. For example, going back to the mind map that I talked about that started out with the blog post, led to the opt-in, led to the video series. After reading that blog post, the next step on the map was leading them to the opt-in landing page. So you will make sure to have several buttons within your blog post that will lead them to that URL that opens up to that opt-in landing page. Once there, they will keep moving down your sales funnel. If you would like to go to the paid advertising route, you can get your content out there using Facebook ads, Instagram ads, promoted pins, Google ads. There are so many options out there. But just make sure that you're spending a lot of time getting your content out there in front of those people that are interested in that content. Because if you spend all this time creating the content, but no time marketing it or uh, spending time putting it out in front of other people's eyes to see, then all that content was kind of a waste of time because no one's going to read it. So make sure that this is a big priority on your list and you dwell into this step uh, a lot. Step seven is analyze results and engagement. And this is very important. So now we are going to go all the way back to the beginning and focus on that objective you picked out in the first step. Write down that objective really big on a piece of paper or make it a title in your Evernote with the objective. Just and then start out with the evaluation process. It's always good to go back and analyze your results because you can figure out what worked the best with your audience and then possibly some mistakes that were made from you or someone on your team or just some instances that needed to be changed for the next go around, but always be willing to take a few minutes to analyze a process that you completed so you can make sure it's even better and more effective in the future when you do it again. Content marketing can be quite a bit of work, but the value you are giving to your potential customer not only increases their trust towards your brand, but increases the chances that they will buy your product or service that you worked so hard on. Now, before we wrap up, I wanted to give a few more examples of people using a content strategy in their business. So let's go back to that boutique that I defined as page as or target audience. So let's say that they just got new blanket scarves in and they're the cutest blanket scarves in the world, right? Well, they're going to offer 10% off that blanket scarf if you sign up for their email list. Well, that 10% off blanket scarf leads them to the sales page and then they get to use that coupon. So that's a super simple sales funnel. Obviously, it's just a pop-up on their website that says, hey, you get 10% off if you sign up on our new blanket scarves. 
So then they're going to enter their email, get the coupon in their email, go back to the sales page that's within the email that they sent the coupon, make that click over to the sales page, use the coupon, and then the boutique just made that sell. So they're offering value to the customer and then the customer buys in return. Okay, so let's switch from being a boutique owner now to let's say you are an infopreneur and you have just created your first e-course. Well, your first e-course is all about Pinterest because you have mastered Pinterest, you've gotten tons of followers, you've increased your traffic, all this awesome stuff from Pinterest, right? Well, you're gonna run a free webinar through Facebook ads all about Pinterest. You're gonna have this pitch to this audience that says, hey, if you sign up, I'm gonna give you all of this free knowledge about Pinterest. Well, at the end of the webinar, you're gonna say, hey, I have a bonus just for you. I have all these awesome templates or Pinterest uh, Illustrator files that you get if you buy this e-course within 24 hours. They get that extra bonus, extra value by going to the sales page and then they want that extra value so they're gonna buy your product, right? That's how that nurturing sales funnel works. It's free content, free bonuses, and then boom, you make the sell. Another example is if your objective is just list building. So let's say you're going to run an ad to a blog post that has multiple opt-in freebies available throughout the post. Well, then it's going to capture those people's emails. And then once it captures their emails, well, that's building your list. So your objective is being completed. It's really simple strategy, but it works very well. It does take quite a bit of time to create all the content, but putting those sales funnels in place is not that difficult, especially if you use a platform like Lead Pages. If you haven't, you definitely need to check out Lead Pages, and I'll make sure to link that uh, website that you can purchase Lead Pages or at least just view all their features in the show notes on this episode. So these are just a few simple funnels, yes, but definitely effective when targeted to the correct person and not made extremely salesy. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and as always, market beautifully.